Well, and welcome into the Sober Data Football Strategy Show. I am Andrew Laird. You can find me as Lairdino on Sober, joined once again by PSU fans too. Sean Newsom, second time to talk about, well, not really to talk about since this is only the second time we're trying. We're going to try to make it past a minute, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah, Sean, so uh, like I said in the first one, which nobody's going to watch, um, there's some troubles today with either Streamlabs or YouTube. And so we're like cutting out after a minute. The third time worked for the game week preview. And so we're going to just see what happens for the next few seconds. I don't want to give too much away. The best part was uh, earlier today, Sean, Quinny and I went for like 10 more minutes before we even realized. And we were like, boy, the, uh, the chat's pretty quiet. And usually the chat's not that quiet. But you, you realized early this one, I, I have it up. It's still going as of right now. So yeah, I knew what to look for at least this time. And so hopefully that's what we're going to. So what you were saying before, maybe it was the offensive thing that you were about to say, but we're here to talk about Jeremy Doku. And you were saying something about me admitting some for the first time in my life, admitting that I was wrong, I believe is what you said. Yes. Which Obviously, you don't watch any content that I am on because I have no problem admitting when I am wrong. You haven't on this on this show. So, well, I mean, I'm batting a thousand on this one. I think what you think I'm going to that I need to admit is something that never actually happened. And so in your mind, what do you think I need to admit I was wrong about? Well, you've said Doku sucks many times. Mm. Yeah. Literally never happened. Yeah. Definitely has happened. You used to bash the shit out of Doku. No. Yes. No. Yes. Literally, there are no receipts. That there exist. are a lot of receipts. There, there are there are, I, I will go through our old Discord conversations. I'm that's, sure I will find some. That's fine. Um, so basically, the topic for today, and it really is, like, I wanted to find other examples like this, but there really aren't. Like, he is a bit of a unicorn in this respect. What I have said about Jeremy Doku is that you cannot rely on. And that's the biggest problem that in a game like Sorare, most people should not own a Jeremy Doku because he's unreliable. And people slandered me on Twitter for this, saying he's completely undroppable now. He's locked in. He's the best player, blah, blah, blah. Sean, he literally has not started two straight games for Man City. Or maybe it's more than two. Excuse me. More than two. Yeah, I think I was going to say, I think he's started two. More than two. So he's never started three consecutive games for Manchester City. And all I hear is, is that he's completely undroppable. Everybody knows when he's going to play, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure what you are going to say is, no, it's easy to know when he plays now. But the number of people who replied to, was it, it might have, oh, Zora, who, who tweeted today. And the number of people were like about, or not today, this weekend, when he had his five decisives and his hundred. And all these people were like, Yep, I have him in academy or like, oh, forgot, didn't play him this week because I didn't know he was going to play. And I think what you think is, you know exactly when he's going to play. And so you put him in your best lineups, which you did this past game week, current game week. And most people are not you. And so there's this continued difficulty in knowing when to play Jeremy Doku. And the conversation I wanted to have today was, are you just because of what he does when he plays... Are you just better off always playing? I mean, I think there's definitely the taking the risk is definitely 
worthwhile a lot of the time with him. I, I mean, where did I play him this week, Laird? Since you've you looked clearly. I uh you played him in U23, rare and rare pro. Yes. Where did I play him last week? I don't know. Academy. No, but again, I'm not saying that you are wrong. I'm saying most people who have him have no idea when to play him. I think that yeah, but like, like this isn't a you are right about this. I think it's fundamentally that most people do not know when he's going to play. And so in that situation, do you just always play him? Mike Baston said Sean's limited legends was one of his best lines. The limited did go in limited legend because I just plopped him there because I don't care about le- or limited lines at all. So anyways, but actually, actually, I have a shot to win limited legends declared. So isn't that pretty fun? I think I need a clean sheet from Jung Sung Rong and I have a, a shot to win limited legends, which would be my first ever tier zero in, in limited players. Yep. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? I don't know if it's my first ever, but I think it probably is. So the answer to your question is yes. I do think that it is worth doing it to some extent. I think that there is a lot more merit, though. Your your point, though, is like your basic point that you're saying is people are not good at projecting when he's going to play. There's definitely times where you can be more confident that he plays like last week against Bournemouth or this this weekend against Bournemouth after a DNP where I think he didn't play the cup game in the midweek if they had a cup game in the midweek too um let me check out they might have even had a a cup game midweek I don't know I can't keep track of shit yeah so like they did not have a cup game midweek they played last week against Man United and he did not start and he came in off the bench for very minimal minutes it was very likely that he was going to start this game against Bournemouth some people were like, it's, he's like 20% start. I don't think he was 20% start. I think he was like 80% to start. I think it was likely that Doku started this game more so than not. So if he starts, he has a really good shot at just ripping a massive score. And for that reason, I do think that sometimes, we've talked about it before too, like sometimes you have to take risk and the risk is dependent on what else is going on and like where you're at. And what other options you have. If your other options suck and you just have a bunch of trash, I think it's worthwhile to take the 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 chance on him. Like and another spot is like, are you really trying to play him against Arsenal? No, not really. Like that's not a great matchup. Arsenal way is like, all right, he's not gonna be great. Now, this midweek, I think it's a very interesting point because um if he starts against Jung Boys, like just gonna rip. Like he's probably going to get 90 plus, right? Like if he starts against young boys, you'd feel pretty confident, but if he doesn't, you're probably going to get 30 minutes against young boys where he could still put up like 75, 80, if he gets a decisive. So I think that like, you can definitely take risks. Luckily for me, actually, like I'm pretty sure I'm already going to play his, his super rare this weekend or this midweek in U23 super rare, because I have Jude who also looks to be questionable for the game. I think Jude's out. Oh, is that new? I haven't seen. I I checked a couple hours ago. I was doing some work the last couple hours. So let me check. Yeah, something came up during the strategy show. I think Ancelotti said he was out. All right. So Jude's out. Um, I'll have to verify that after the show, unless someone else can can confirm that, because Larry doesn't seem totally confident on that. I I, I did not see it myself. Okay. So yeah, if anyone else can let me know if if Jude's out, if Jude's out, which I kind of thought Jude might not play or might not start at least. So like I was just gonna plop them all in deep in uh, super rare. So in the event that like I probably will play Doku Super Rare in U23 Super Rare, Mike Baston confirmed that Jude is out. 
I trust Mike Baston more than Andrew Laird. So um, I would too. Yeah, Mike Baston's a very trustworthy individual, except for when he says you're right in situations. At which point, then you have to question Mike Mike Baston. Um, but yeah, so like you you look when he starts, he's the best. He's arguably the best card in the game when he starts. Like, so arguably. I was. I wanted to walk you into that and you just said it anyway, because I feel like a lot of people are like, is there a better U23 forward? But the scores are like, is there a better forward in the game? Probably not many if there is. Like, see, here's the thing too, is like goes into like what we talked about with Jude. If you cut this graph in half, like just just go go back to that graph you had and then did like cut out. Like, let me, let me look at it. Do like, l40 but like do all teams like yeah just do all teams and do like l40 he clearly had a shift in what he does and he clearly like he's such a, a raw player that has so much athleticism that he very clearly like now now show the all again like show the all and like clearly something clicked in this graph at some point in the middle of this graph, right? We're like, I'm not going to say he became a, a different player completely, but like, if you look at his time before like week 325 or whatever, even when he started, like it was a very clearly different player for Ren comparatively to the end of his time at Ren. Same thing is like, it just seems like he's just a much different player now than what he used to be. And he's the type of player that could definitely have that sort of transformation because he is still so young. He's barely over 21. He just moved to the best team in the world. And it just looks like stuff clicked for him. And it looks like there's been a, a shift in his game upwards, right? Similar to like Jude. Jude at Dortmund was good, but Jude at Real Madrid has been amazing. And it seems like Doku has sort of had like a transformation like that where he's just taken a step up and has been just unbelievable. So, yeah, back to your original question that you brought. I think there's a lot of merit to taking risk with Doku at this point in your key lineups because if he starts and he rips 100, that's a really good spot. And if he doesn't and he gets a 25, so what? Go next. And you go to the next game week, right? And I, I think there's a lot of merit in that. But people definitely – and this goes to the discussion. Like, I used to be really risk-averse in terms of, of – like, never in the past would I play Doku in U23 Rare Pro, right? Like – Two years ago, when I was on the platform, I would not have done that. Would you agree? I don't think you would have done it two months ago. No, I would have done it two months ago. Um, but in the last like year or so, like I've been more open to taking a risk with players that I'm... I'm still not going to play someone I really don't think plays, but I think that I will play someone that I think has a pretty good chance to play. So like, I think against Young Boys, right? Like I think there's a chance that Doku plays. I think Haber told me earlier today that... Holland uh, subbed off her. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he got subbed at halftime. So, like, there's a possibility. There's a possibility. What did you say he's going to play? We don't know. Pep's, like, so, update today was that he didn't know. So, if he doesn't play all of a sudden, that moves, like, Alvarez to striker. Then it possibly opens up more room for Doku to play and stuff. And it definitely means he'll probably come in at some point as well. Plus, Doku's just the guy, like, if they're not having success and they're not putting – if they're not really doing much – and he doesn't start, his ass is coming in at halftime. Sure. So, like, there's definitely – Arsenal dude just said that he's in – Holland's in training today and it's confirmed with pitchers. So, yeah, I, I still think Doku probably 
is like 50-50 here. I think there's a pretty good shot they play Graylish. So like I might just play my Doku super rare in like in U23 super rare or something. Um, knowing that like I might get at worst case, I probably get 20, 30 minutes to try to get a decisive with him. Best case is he starts and he most likely rips. So like the the issue that I always have, and, and a bunch of people have brought this up, and thank you to everybody for their um their comments here. So like it basically comes down to are you comfortable? So like I think what you're saying and what a lot of the opinion on Doku is a little different that you are in the opinion of when you're fairly confident he's going to play, you want to play him. And other people are like, he's my guy. So I have to always play. But like, if he doesn't, if he does not start against young boys, do you put him in a priority lineup away to Chelsea? If I know, Oh, well, Chelsea's not the best matchup either per se. Like, so, Agreed. No, I don't think. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I don't think like anybody's like the guy that you just always should play in your. Yes. Career. Yes. So, but like that, what is what is the answer to that? Do you play? Do you prioritize Doku this weekend if he does not start in the midweek? I will consider it depending on my other options. I don't know what my other options are, so I can't confirm or deny that. So, like, are there any situations where like you have Mbappe and you're like, I'm not going to play him in a good lineup? A lot of times. I mean, look at look through my lineups. Mbappe is not in a rare pro line a significant amount of times. Plus. I mean, the la last weekend, oh, rare plus, sorry. Last weekend, I did not play my Bruno Super Rare at all. Anywhere. Against Man City. Yeah. But I didn't play him at all. And that's my most expensive card or second most expensive card. Yeah. So, so I think I didn't the... play it anywhere in 45 lineups. Okay. So, and I think what Sean just said is really important for people to like understand is there are elite cards on the platform that he still does not just like jam into his best lineups. And I think a lot of people who have Doku, he is one of their best players. And so they're like, I'm going to just jam him into my best lineup. But when you have a situation like this upcoming schedule, if you think he's going to start against Chelsea, like, do you play him at home against Liverpool? Well, Liverpool sucks, so possibly. Like, imagine him running at Trent Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> He's just going to eat Trent Alexander-Arnold alive. So maybe. So again, maybe, yeah. again so it, it depends because I don't know where I'm going to be that week. I don't know what other options I have. Uh, so Blue Tomatoes asked, why do you take more risks now? And then he asked, because there are more players with good lineups. It's not because of that. It's realistically like my options. If I look at my lineup and I'm like, there's no other options that realistically can put up a massive score, then I will take be more willing to take a risk. If I look at my line, it's like, all right, this guy's going to put up like 98. This guy will put up 100 if he starts. Well, I'm fine just playing the guy that will put up a 98 and calling it a day. Uh, so it just depends on alternatives. And if my alternatives are just, if I'm looking at him and I'm just like, and eh, you're not great, and eh, you're also not great, mm, I don't love you. And then it's like, I have Doku. I'm like, well, if you start, this line's really good. If you don't start, this line was bad anyways. Uh, that's more so with the risk I've taken. And then um, Mikey Fu asks, uh, who are the other Dokus on Sower? So, like, the, the thing is, is, like, there's very few people that you have to consider anyways. And I think you brought it up a lot earlier, and I thought it was a good point. Doku is a very unique player on Sower. 
like nobody else is really like him. Like we've talked about before, like really to be elite, you have to be on sets. Doku doesn't sniff sets. Yeah. But what he does is he just obliterates people on duels. And he wins so many freaking duels that it gives him just such a humongous floor every game week. Uh, typically, not every game week, but like if you are not playing like a top high end team, like he typically is going to have a really, really high end um, result. Kev Hurd brings up Usmane Dembele. He's Dembele is not quite like what Doku is, but he's he, it's similar. It's pretty similar. Like, he has some sets too, doesn't he? He takes sets, so it's it's a different player from that perspective. Also, he doesn't have like the he's not as consistently good as Doku when he starts. I I think that like that's I think that's wrong. I think if before this weekend's game, I think if I had showed you this score chart, you like Doku would have been a reasonable guess. Like 30 AA, 36, 15, doesn't start all the time. Like that looks very Doku. The issue is, is like Doku's not coming on with 30 minutes to go against Brest and getting one AA typically. No, just uh, this this part. Like if I showed you scores and I'm like, who is this player who's getting 24 AA, doesn't start all the time, 15, 36, get some decisives. Maybe. Again, before know. he had five this weekend. Like I, I think this weekend obviously is an outlier. I don't maybe. I, I don't I don't know. Doku's AA is better. Doku's been unbelievable. Sure. For like, like five games. I mean Doku's just I mean his A go to the go to the go to the rankings and like look at L15. Like Doku's AA is gonna be huge probably. Like go to player rankings, go to Champ Europe and look at forwards, and it's just gonna be like Doku. And like and like in that I mean, Berardi's like, right behind him. Yeah, Berardi's good, but like in that with Doku, you've had like four sub-ins. Berardi started all the games, probably. It's just like that's just like so he played less. <laughs> yeah. Doku Doku has sub-ins that like are in theory should hurt his AA and he just smacks it. I guess like the so. fact that you have a guy that just subs in so often and doesn't start that is leading. Almost all of these categories. Like, is he leading all these categories? If you search AA in all three of those, is he winning? Well, the 40 is like he. The 40 is a disaster. Like, he has so many freaking turd boxes in there. Right. But so he's literally winning L5, L15, L40 AA with like, with literally a third sub ins. A third of the time the dude subs in. And he is still the best AA forward in every single length of time that you looked at here. Oh, except for that dude, whoever the F that dude is in his one game. In his one game. game. So, like, in theory, in theory, Doku's AA is better than every other forward in every single time metric that you look at despite being like the guy that subs in more than all of these guys. So the issue is you're not playing him in all of those games, right? Like uh, obviously no. you're not. No, you're playing him in a good amount of stuff. I think, I think Doku's getting to the point where like, cause like, here's the thing. Doku's probably Arsenal dude probably brings it up. Doku's probably pretty comparable to Neymar or like what Neymar used to be. 
like you're just without Seth. The thing is, is like again, Neymar had sets and stuff, and that's mm-hmm. pretty important comparatively to what. Um, I think it is important though Doku with had. with Doku is not to have the if he just got sets because like he's so far from getting them. I I don't know if he's ever a type of player that would take sets, but I will say he's he's short, so like it, there's merit to behind it. Um, I mean that's the merit. Yeah, Fling Flong says Doku has a 25% chance of breaking permanently. Sure. I mean, yeah. Sure, Doku definitely has injury history. Someone else brought up his injury history before, too. Uh, Alex Wilson brought up his injury history. I don't love Doku's injury history. but I mean, how could you? (laughs) But a lot of the time, younger players have difficulty with injuries and stuff like that, and it takes them – it, it takes them a while to sort of go into their body. And I also think Man City is a really good spot for him because I just don't think that he should get ran into the ground there all the time. Oh, ran into the ground, right. Yeah, and I don't think he take. I don't think he should take as many, like... The issue for, like, Neymar is Neymar is attacked all game. Whereas, like, Doku, the, the whole offense won't run through Doku always. But when it does, man, he's going to be he's going to be lethal. Yeah, that's fair. Do you think that there is so uh actually let me find this comment because I think this this is kind of the hidden thing with Doku that makes it even better for him. So Mike Basson said he he will play against shite teams at home, Doku starts, shite teams away, highly likely, strong team at home, maybe strong team away, unlikely, which almost benefits you the most because you're like, I know he's going to play when I want him to play. Like you don't want him to play against Liverpool or normally, you know, like you don't want him to play against hard to but man United and like these tough games. Like you want him and you want him to play against young boys. And if we pretty much know he's going to play those games, like that actually makes it even easier than let me just run him out all the time. I'm not convinced that he's not going to start like starting all the key games and then he misses some of the games. So like in theory, the guess that's great. Cause like, yeah, I don't give a shit about what I, I just don't care that much about someone playing away at Real Madrid. Like don't care. Right. It's not, not expecting the world from you there. What I want is for, if you play young boys at home, you to rip a hundred. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, I think the difference though, is that because it's man city, there really are only, I mean, realistically, let's, I was going to say five, I'll even increase it to 10 if they like make the Champions League final, but there are so few games where you're like, I really don't want to play. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're the best team in the world from that perspective. Like nobody matches them. It's like them, Real Madrid, Barca, like those are like, and and Bayern, Bayern's probably the best. Bayern, PSG, it's probably Bayern, PSG. They're the, they're the clear best because their, their leagues just suck overall. Um, and then after that, like, cause like, for example, like Chelsea's like, I don't know, eighth in the table, like Chelsea's way better than probably eighth in the table in the Bundesliga and French league compared like over, over the course of the year. Like, so yeah, that's the key is like, they just have so few bad spots that I would say like, yeah. they have like, that's what I mean. Yeah. Their bad spots are like 10 to 20% of the time. Whereas like other, other guys, like half the time, it's like not great. Right. So <laughs> I just want to check out the chat here because there have been some like great comments here. So Brad said, after looking at those rankings, these are the, the AA ones, I'm never benching Doku unless Pep for, says for sure he's not starting. And then 
the uh, where was the other one? There was like a similar one. All this talk is convincing me to buy Graylish instead, which like Graylish is obviously the one who would start instead of Doku. Like, yeah, but Graylish isn't a bad card to have if you know when he's going to start either. When he starts, he typically does very well. But it's kind of, but so, but you're kind of walking yourself into a situation where you, if we know that Doku is going to start in the good games, you're buying Graylish who will only play in the bad games. Which is reasonable. So like you, that, why would you buy that card? Yeah. Uh, also, so like, yeah, there's been a couple people are making fun of me for giving Chelsea credit for being eight guys. I don't give a shit about the premier league. I, if that's not clear, I have no idea where anyone is in the premier league, except for like, I don't even know who bottom three is. I know that man city is leading the premier league. I don't give a shit about the premier league. Spurs are in first. They didn't know who was winning the premier league. Yeah. <laughs> like, like Laird said, I had no idea. Unbeaten. They played today though. I watch so few games in the EPL, and I don't care at all about the EPL. So Chelsea's 13th is news to me. But but again, that it goes to the point. Like Chelsea as 13th is like, I'm sure shit, that's a better team than what 13th is in the French League and the German yeah. League. And Blue Tomato says, to be fair, this is a record-breaking Bundesliga season. Never have the top five had more points. Yeah, but that's just more of an indictment usually on the bottom end of the league and like the middle of the league than is the top. So it just means you have better matchups all around because the bottom and, and middle of the league are, are terrible. So here's a question that I like from Mickey Fu. He said, I have Musiala and Doku as my U23 forwards. Who would you choose now that Musiala is pretty set and Doku is always a slight risk? And uh, Sean's going to say the matchups. It depends. They both have good matchups. Is the answer just play both? If the answer, yeah, a lot of the time. A lot of the time, the answer is definitely what you're up because really that's not the question, right? The question is like, who is your other plays? Like what? Because you're you can technically play both. So if you can play both, then a lot of the times you might do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex, I think well, that's the, the tough one. That like, what exactly what we said? Like you you play matchups. Yes. And so if Musiala has the better matchup than Doku, you just play Musiala. Uh, yeah, Alex Wilson says, "Give me AA over decisive any day of the week. Give me both any day of the week." Uh, that's a cheating answer. Well, yeah, because, yeah, Arsenal dude said Graylish gets great AA, but the decisives are few and far between. Like, Doku's getting the decisives that Graylish, I don't want to say, like, should be getting, but... Yeah, you could getting. argue you could argue that, like, Doku's running hot from a decisive standpoint, Graylish... Oh, really? really? Could you? Could you say that? that? I mean, running before that, he hadn't been ripping those off. He didn't need all. He didn't need five. He needed two. Like Graylish has like none. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Doku's been unreal. Like Doku's been so good. Just waiting for that third consecutive start. <laughs> Blank long said comparing Doku and Graylish is like comparing an avocado to green shit. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That that made me chuckle. Um I actually think Graylish so funny, funny thing about this. I actually think if they can turn Doku into like the guy at left wing and run Graylish as like the reserve and he's content in that role, it's such a good option. Because Graylish as like the reserve option at like left wing is so freaking good. You just can't hold Doku down at this point, I think. Like he's just been unbelievably good. Yeah, I mean, if somebody can, it's Pep, though. I think the. Yeah, I think the. Play who he thinks he should play. Whoever that is. 
I think that you just kind of gave out the secret though, that probably the most optimal spot for Man City is Doku for 60 minutes and Graylish for 30. Yeah, or vice versa. I mean, it, I, I think it's probably like 70, 75 for Doku or like or like 30 to 45 off the bench. I think those are like the fling flowing. Yeah, fling flowing just mentioned this and I, I knew this. Graylish is really good, but Graylish at Villa was he was like, incredible. Graylish at, at Villa was like, go show Graylish at Villa. Yeah, he he I think people not to pull this line. I love I think people forget how good Graylish was. Yeah. I, I actually like Graylish. I'm a big Graylish fan. I've always been a big Graylish fan. But Graylish at Villa was a good player. Mm-hmm. Like a Sets. really good player. Yeah. Sets, took PKs, did everything. Um Germ asked Doku or Alvarez when De Bruyne comes back. I think what we're gonna see would be like De Bruyne sort of play the right wing and Alvarez to stay in the role he's in and then Doku to remain on the left. Who did you say on the right wing? De Bruyne. Oh. I think like they'll move him to the right wing-ish area and sort of like in that Bernardo Silva spot. Hmm. It doesn't matter. He'll get injured again in like a game anyways, so. Well, you say that and then you're talking about how much Doku's playing. Doku hasn't been injured for a little bit. He's No, he he's, hasn't. He's earned a little bit more of a, of a runway because it's been a little bit since Doku has missed significant time with an injury. Knock on wood. I would do that, but then the dogs would bark. So someone else knocked on wood for me. <laughs> also to my point, like it's not even someone like we're, we're Sam at Sam. Are you here today? Are you happy that you bought Doku from that one show that I, that I talked to you into buying Doku? I, my, my point isn't that everyone still, like, I still don't think everyone should have Doku in their gallery, but like I, I talked to AJ. I don't think AJ owns a, does, does AJ own a Doku? Yeah, but I think that that's sort of the point that I made like at the beginning that not like Doku is just not a player that everybody should have. Correct. I, I agree with that. But like, there's no way at all AJ should not have a Doku. Agreed. No reason in the world AJ doesn't have a Doku. Like, Super is not even that expensive. You could probably, like, the last Super Doku went for like two ETH. Like you could probably get a Doku super. Like I, I, I would imagine if you offered one of these people like two and a half ETH for Doku super, you probably can get it. There is absolutely no reason that like AJ doesn't have a Doku super. Yeah, Mikey Fu brings up and and someone else I forget who it was was like saying how fraudulent Vinicius Junior is, and I agree to some extent. I think that he is definitely not as good without Benzema. He's not been near as good this year without Benzema there. Um, but maybe he can regain that when Mbappe, if Mbappe goes and plays striker. Sean, I, I think the truth is that he's always been fraudulent. That's fair. I could buy that. Not fraudulent, but like, I don't know. He's just definitely not been near as good. I think there's some fraud, Sean. So like, Stan is over 90 ever. Eight. Sam is Sam is very happy that he bought Doku, so I'm glad that we could we could help Sam out with that, and that he could be happy with that. Yeah, it's just it's just a card that like if you have a significant gallery and you play U23, you have to have Doku. It's kind of like it's kind of like with you and talking me into spending more money. 
if you have a significant gallery and you don't have Jude Bellingham right now, you probably should have a Jude Bellingham. Right? Yeah. Like if you have like a 200 ETH gallery and you don't have Jude Bellingham, like I don't know what you're doing. Laird, Laird shined the light on it for me. So to go back, how was I wrong about Doku? Uh, because you have said in the past that he sucks. Oh, right. And he's, right. He's, he's injured all the time. Un, he's completely unclean. Yeah, he's un he verified claims that. Um, <laughs> Everyone's saying that this is this is some whale shit that's going on. Yeah, this is this is definitely some whale shit that we're talking about right this second, for sure. Like that. That sometimes we gotta talk about some whale shit because that's what limited time only is for, right? Is not talking about whale shit. Um, yeah, no, I asked, do you play Doku outside of U23? Yeah, I play him at Academy sometimes. I play him in Limited Legends. I play him in, uh, I, I, yeah, I play Doku in a lot of places, honestly. Yeah, Alex Wilson nails it on the head. Spend more money. It's always a good example. Brad Craig said, as bullish as I am on Doku, I do think his starting rate stays about the same. Pep gen generally likes to avoid running young players into the ground, see Phil Foden's progression through the years. So, like, I think it actually does play, like, what we said before that plays in that that's a positive for doku because he's going to get these easy games when you want to play it that yes i would agree with that however counterpoint to that i've never seen a player as young as him come in after the season start and just immediately get, get minutes doku yeah like dude literally missed the beginning of the year because he was still at ren showed in like showed up like through like two weeks like i think he literally showed up yeah, because the season started like August twelfth. I, I don't think that was the plan. No, it wasn't. I think that the of injury really screwed. Like he was so freaking good, they had no shot, no no option but to play him. Charlie says surely he gets injured at some point. Yeah, but like I literally can say that about any player. Yeah, like, I, I I I actually think the the injury the injury discussion around Doku is. Tired. Like, I, the injury I discussion in general. The injury discussion in general about people is typically like tired. Like it's like so NFL, NFL fantasy, like season long leagues, which I know you don't play at all anymore. There's no shot. And but like people bitch about like drafting a workhorse running back like Christian McCaffrey, and they're just like, well, he's going to get injured. Literally, any running back who gets 30 carries a game is likely to get injured. Nobody here knows what you're talking about. <laughs> no, they don't. But like, if you play like a shitload of minutes and you play like shitload of games and stuff, you're due to get injured. Like your body is just not meant to take the toll that these guys have to go through. So like anybody gets injured. Like I actually think Doku's been pretty okay for a little bit without being injured. Like I think his last injury was like last year. Like when was his last? When was Doku's last injury that he like missed significant time? Um. Like I don't think it's. I think it was like. I think it was like. Spring last like game week three six. It was like October, like literally a year ago. Yeah, so like a year ago. So like he hasn't been consistently injured for like a year. And and I will say to be fair, like Ren eased him back in really heavily. And, but like yeah, so like he, he's been pretty consistently, at least healthy since like October. And yeah, like his L forty, he has two games out. Yeah, and like those games were probably oh they they were actually so like, yeah maybe like little injuries don't matter it's more so like longer term ones, um, so it's 
I, I agree with your your thoughts on the injury situation. Yeah, I just it's one of those that like inevitably he's going to get hurt. Like yes. most players at some point, you know, he'll miss a game right. and everyone's like, see, I told you. And it's like you're the the amount that you probably missed out on because of like a potential injury to a 21-year-old kid is you like you're giving up way too much yeah. to worry about that. Yeah, so Joe Joe P brings it up, and he's like, some players do get injured way more often than others, and it's it, it's it is a fact you should consider. I, I agree with that. Like guys that take on a lot of duels get injured a lot. Like those guys that are just taking a bashing and getting chopped down, like their legs are taking a beating. Blue Tomato says Marco Royce. Marco Royce is just always injured. That is just like he's never. That's a good him. one. Yeah. <laughs> But like, so you do have to factor it in. You have to consider the fact that he is more likely to get injuries than other people. But it's not like he's going to be injured twenty four seven all the time. It's and maybe like I like I said earlier, like when you are super young like that, sometimes it takes more time to get through the injuries that you're going through because your body is younger and it's still developing. Whereas like when you're in your mid twenties, your body is typically grown and developing less. And therefore your body gets more used to like what your body is um, and can go with. So, and, and also like the older you are, the slower you recover, like he's still yeah. young. And so like the recovery is there. Correct. And, and also Trust like you, you can be smarter and avoid injuries and avoid like some duels that are going to be bad or like maybe you won't and you just constantly yeah, get I don't, shit. I don't think that applies. No, I think like Neymar just, rolls around on the ground and all and just gets obliterated. I love this line from Brad. That was good. You can't kick what you can't catch. <laughs> yeah, Anthony tried to send him to to the injured list, but uh, but he avoided it. Mm -hmm. No, I think yeah. I mean, again, inevitably when it happens, everyone's going to have the "I told you so," and yeah, I just yeah, and and so KB. Just brought up Messi and how like Messi consistently doesn't really get injured that often, um, despite getting kicked a shitload and also being relatively small and having more issues in terms of that as well. But like, yeah, long term, like Messi's a guy that pretty consistently plays. Like ever since Sober has been a thing, he's never missed more than two games in a row. Uh, he's missed three a couple times here at the end of the season with Miami. But like, he it's a guy that's never really missed time and he he gets kicked more than anyone such an absurd like look at how many hundreds he has it, it is like it wild like 150 starts how many does he have where he has 100 oh sorry hold on the barcelona ones are just nuts how many hundreds does he have i wish we just knew i just like 30 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 yeah around 25 maybe yeah, like literally, and then you haven't literally forty percent of the time he's above ninety. Wild, <laughs> crazy. It's down. This is right. Messi doesn't run enough to pull a muscle. That's to be fair. He, he walks around a lot. He saves a lot of energy during the game. Which I mean, if you're as good as he is, like you, you can do that. Yeah. If I ran as little as I probably existed for Eden Hazard at Chelsea. I don't think somebody don't mentioned him that before that Goku is similar to Hazard. Hazard was like much bigger though. Yeah, and I don't think like he would have been that great at Chelsea, but we don't have the we yeah, don't, we don't have it. It's too far ago. I, I'd actually be interested. I don't I don't think he would have been that good. You know who would have been the same great, type of player, he was just bigger. You know who would have been a great card? Zayak at Ajax. Yeah. He would have been an obnoxious scorer. Yeah, that would have yeah. Yep. 
It would have been him and Messi. Yeah. Yeah, he would have been such an odd. Uh, someone just asked uh, if we were going to talk about the new buy now feature for limits. I had no intention to. I don't even know what they did. You can buy cards now directly. From Any store. card? No, just ones that they have on the market. So we're deciding which ones you can buy. Like, how are they picking? Uh, I assume out of a hat. Like, where do I go? Market and then instant buy. Oh. Like, why the hell would you buy that? Why would you buy that first dude for like $49? Why would you? I think he's, I mean, so I looked earlier. None of them are like the actual floor prices, but this kid, like his. I actually know who he is because someone won him the other week and asked me about him. Like, I I know. I mean, he's a $40 card. But yes, why would you pay 50? Because you get a first owner for your collection. I guess. Weird. Um, I don't know. That's all it is. Rigo Lewis is there. Mm -hmm. Your boy Jimenez. I mean. I think it's, I mean, it is what it is. If you want to buy a different card, then buy a different card. I don't understand why you can't buy anyone then. What do you mean? Why I don't like why can't you buy like Mbappe this way? Uh well they don't have Mbappe, but Oh sorry, my don't have Goku. Um who do they have? Oh, there's Jude. You can buy Jude. You can buy Jude immediately? Right there. Three hundred and sixty dollars. I don't see it. You weren't showing it on your screen. Or I had it blocked. Here's Jude. I think I have it blocked. I do. I had it blocked. I had the chat open. Um, Interesting. So the floor on Jude is, who knows? Oh, wait, $275. But it's, so there's an auction right now at 286 and the floor is 317 for a new one. And what can you buy it now at? 370? Like, why why would you use this? 360. Why would you use this? To get the card immediately. You can just buy it for 317 immediately. But you're not the first owner. Okay, that's yeah. Okay, seems stupid. Hey. If you if you were the first owner on two cards from that team, it's they both get uh, like one percent. Like you get a six percent card instead of a five percent card. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joe's asking if you buy with a credit card. I have no idea. Yeah, don't know. But I think this is exactly it. It's so people don't have to wait for auctions. Well, KB said Hallen's here. I don't think it's ever going to be the cheapest way to buy a card. I mean, I just don't understand it at all. But you're able to just buy the card immediately. I mean, what's his... So, so his... You can buy in the app. The iOS app, excuse me. I know. All right. People don't want to wait for auctions, so they just can buy five cards right now and go play. For 20% more than they're worth. I mean, who decides what things are worth, Sean? Okay. Well, that's an, that's a thing. That is a thing, guys. What if you could buy five, you know, try to try to put yourself in a position of somebody new who is not spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on this. But you could buy five Man City cards and 
put them out this game week and they all have 7% bonuses. I'd rather just spend 25% less. Okay. That's fair. That's absolutely fair. For every card. Yeah. I'm just, this is awesome. Yeah. I, I got nothing for you guys. Joe says, won't this lower the floor of all the secondary market limiteds? I don't necessarily think so because they're should, literally pricing them above the floor. Should, yeah, should raise it. But yeah, how are they? Are they going to actually like... Are they going to like move it? Like if, yes. So like if the floor of, of Holland becomes like 250, will they raise it to like 325? Yes, I believe somebody mentioned earlier that they saw one basically change. Oh, okay. I mean, in fairness, because of collection bonuses and the first owner benefit, these cards should be more expensive than the floor. Like sure. auctions are going for more sure. than floor prices. That. Because of that, so. I, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, the 25% more, that's a little bit much, but. I don't, I don't know if it's a a blanket 25%. Is this only going to be is this only going to be for limiteds ever like are they planning to do this? Uh, yeah, Arsenal was asking if they're doing rares. I don't I I can't fathom they ever do it for super rares. No, I can't um, imagine they do it for super rares or uniques ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't yeah. know. I mean, they don't have rares now. So, I mean, it's literally the first day. I can't imagine they're going to rip rares out of here, but Interesting. I I still would like there to be auctions. I would love to sell cards on auctions, like buy cards on auctions. Like I want to be able to treat it like eBay, where like I have a, I can set like a, you must hit this number, and then I'll sell it as long as it gets above that. Yeah, I and I want to sell a bundle too. Yeah, no, that would be things awesome. that I want. Yeah, that'd be great. Those would be those would be nice features. Yeah, we come on and said okay, it's just a trial for now. Interesting. I'm interested to see like how many would sell, but like, will we have, will we have the info on server data if it sells for that? Sells for like, like this if asking someone, price? If someone buys this croupie for $49, will we have it? Of course. Has anyone done this yet or do we not know? I don't know. This is exactly right, Surface. You're paying a premium to save time. Yeah, I could just go buy the card anyways and save time. Well, not, it, I mean, not maybe they don't have like a new season one and you want the new season one because that's 5% or the auction is ending in three days and you just want it right now. Yeah, okay. Get it right now. Jerm wants me to buy one for the stream. I'm going to pass. How about Whale Laird can do that? Um, Whale Laird, buy Croupy now. I don't want that card. I think I have all these. Buy them all again. Hold on. I might not have Gigovich. Let me check. Are they going to do this via like Andy Black said instant buy Fred Emmings. Andy Black, how have you not instant bought all the Fred Emmings is a better question. Like if you haven't auto bought every Fred Emmings, are you really real? Or are you going to be like that, that lady that said that guy back there is not real on the plane? Because if you're not buying Fred Emmings, I don't know if you're weird or if you're real. Yeah. KB97 said that uh, uh, Nepenthes is going to have a field day with this. Hold on. I think I had to log in. All right. I just bought one. 
and the next one's all already up. Yeah, what about if it's a jersey men of a guy? Like, will there be jersey men of dudes? I can't imagine. Um, like, will they will they like put the jersey men of a guy, or is, like they only doing it like after a hundred or something? Um, who you know. bought? You bought Gigavic. I bought this card right here. Who's at nine percent immediately because I have a collection. Let me see. The floor right. was... the dude who bought one the other day paid literally forty percent, like thirty percent less than you. Uh, one went two days ago for a buck twenty nine, but there, okay. there's an auction right now that ends in three hours, which is funny because I bet I'm the lead on that one. But the floor was one fifty two. One dollar. What did what did you pay? I just paid uh, one seventy, I think. Yeah, one seventy. But I got the 40, per, 40 points for the uh, for being the first owner. I mean, I guess like at limited, like spending twenty cents to save time does make sense. I guess. Ooh, we got a got a positive thought here. Look at that. Maybe. Like, why has Andy Black not bought every single one of these? Is Andy here? Yeah, Andy, can you buy this live just so we can see it disappear? True. Yeah, Andy Black, buy this live. Yeah, come on, Andy. Come on. Anybody buy this live? Yeah. If someone buy this live, then sell it to Black for double the price. Ooh, I like that. Oh, Oh, here we go. Two dollars and sixty-eight cents. Do you think it disappears, or do I have to refresh? Well, I want to know if, if I want to know if it like will if like the if the price will go up too. Because he bought it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that means thousand of a thousand men's income. Yeah, right. Andy Black should buy all of them. Oh, you can't. Like saying you can't sell them for fourteen days. I thought this was just if you on the credit. app. Oh. And that's also the case if you buy anything on a credit card at this point. Two thirty. Let's see. Atta boy, Andy. Let's see if it goes up now. What? So what? Now what? That, so this is my favorite. So the next one is two twenty six. He he just bought two thirty. What? Like he just bought card two thirty, and now the next one is two twenty six. I don't understand that at all. What did he just pay for that card? Two sixty eight. And auction four hours ago was a dollar thirty-two. Great deal for him. Great deal for so rare. Yeah. Thank you, Andy. Congratulations on your new Fred Emmings card. <laughs> How many Freds does he have now? It's over a hundred. Wow. At least I, I remember the one time where he didn't buy a super rare. I was like, that's criminal. Oh, there it is. Well, you need to buy a unique. Fred Emmings. Um, uh, three limited, seven rares, and one super rare. Surface said the insta buy and the next one went up. Andy paid 284. And the next one, hold on. I thought it was under it. Uh, if, if they put a Fred Emmings unique up there, I would. Oh, oh. they did. Point oh. Interesting. Okay. I thought it was the same price actually. When I thought it was when you refreshed, but now it's up. It did, so right? Yeah. I thought so too. If they look put at Andy Black Fred, raising the floor for all of us. Look that. If they put up a Fred Emmons unique, I would definitely pump Black and make him pay more. 
I still owe him from that bullshit from Orlando, Laird. I think that there is a decent chance that you try that and then you end up with it. No. That's fine. Still would cause pain to him. That's fine. I still yeah, I don't think, I don't think I he still owe him from that bullshit in Orlando. I don't remember when when we woke you up and you got the no, discount when, Reynoso unique. Is that what you're talking about? No, that was Houston. He regained. I'm, well, I think Jimmer woke me up when he when him and when him and uh, and Max. Yeah, we told him to. We told him to wake you up. Yeah, it was, it was a good decision. I appreciate it. Uh, when and him and Maxime pumped me on Pablo Ruiz super for no reason. Just because they were being douchey. You might have that been something there. that you would remember still three years later. Of course I remember shit. Always remember, Laird. Always remember. So, Mike, I think the reason why uh, you have to hold 14 days in the app is you cannot buy the card with ETH on the app. And if you buy with a credit card... Because like I don't think you're actually holding, like I don't think you can use your cash balance on the app. I could be wrong about that. Um, but if you buy with a credit card, you have to hold it for 14 days. Andy said Fred Fred's listed for one ETH. If anyone's interested, uh, Teb said he bought a Terry Limited for 45, and he's now listed for 51. Meaning, so rare. Yep. Well, Before. That is a feature that was added to so rare. That's, that's basically my take on it. I think it's a great one. Is it? I do. Okay. I'm trying Probably to see will. it. Wait. I, I wonder if we don't have these on yet. I will let you... Agree with that. Oh, it's not showing up in my gallery yet. All right. Well, it usually takes a little bit, doesn't it? Um, I guess. <clears throat> Andy said he thinks the price will drop if nobody buys in time. It probably matters on the price on the floor. Like fundamentally, my guess is they will never be the floor. And so the easiest way to raise the floor. And raise their prices is just to. Make All right, sure. next, Andy Black, on the one that's up for bid, put it at bid the amount. Like, don't oh, is it? Does it make you max bid? I was gonna say, just actually bid the amount that's above what the floor by now is. Do you think they get rid of limited auctions? Maybe. Maybe and then just raise the price on stuff. Because imagine, imagine how much it would raise too if like someone gets injured and then like the next guy, like the backup goalie starts. All of a sudden, like you raise the price like twenty percent every card that gets bought. See how high it goes after something like that happens. Right. That would be interesting. <clears throat> Arsenal dude said, "Does another player immediately go on sale once one is bought?" I think so. Meaning another card of that player. Yeah. Well, what? Yeah. And, well, I mean, I assume unless they're out or like too many have happened. Yeah. Why do you think uh, Quarassi here doesn't have a price? It's funny that they would include instant buys, but they're not actually selling one. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, I'm not saying it's bad. It just is what, like, it doesn't do much to me. Like it no, it has literally has absolutely nothing to do with you. 
Well, okay. Having this entire conversation with you was probably not even necessary. <laughs> I don't I don't think that it does much for anyone because it just kind of seems dumb, but people love their collections, so whatever. I just feel like this there was this like resources that were put towards this that just could have been put towards something else. Um I mean they're just more people working on different things, I'm sure. I, I, I know there are, but I'm just saying, like, I just feel like whatever resources that went towards this could have just not went towards this. Yeah, I'm I'm going to have a hard disagree on this, that this is actually really important for people who want to, like, start playing so rare and not wait for auctions for three days. That's fair. Okay. I, Laird, you got me. You sold me. You sold me. I think the more important question. Oh, see, Doku still isn't a Man City cards. Oh, really? Yeah. You missed Pitcher Day? He must have. I mean, the transfer was probably after. Yeah. Probably. But I feel like they've been actually, pretty good getting, getting guys on, and he doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. He has so many cards anyways. I guess. No, all right. You sold me, Larry. This is a good good feature. Yeah. KB97 is right. Good use. It's good to use for people to start instantly while also yeah. uh, while being all right. Break it for rivals, too, if you can, like – Immediately KB97 get sold me, not Laird. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Way to be KB. At least this time it doesn't involve me spending thousands of dollars to buy another card that you sold me on. Who now is injured. Sort of. I, I don't really think more fault than mine. I think he's fine for the weekend. I think that's what they said. That's what I kind of was assuming was happening. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Good stuff. Cool. Thank you, everybody, for joining. If you could please like, subscribe, buy some stuff off the instant market. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. But yeah, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Shout out to Quinny. Um, I don't think we answered the Doku thing. I'm still waiting for your receipts, though, of showing me that I told I found you them. that Doku was terrible. I look here one second. Let me go, let me go towards, uh, let me, one second. I will give you uh, a quick search and say what you said. Um, you said something about him. It's not loading right now. And How convenient. It did, it did How earlier. convenient. It did earlier. I think Discord is busted for me right now. Anyways, you said, wow, the Doku floor is absurd. I can't believe anyone's spending that. Oh, okay. That has nothing to do with it, but sure. Something like that. Yeah. You, you okay. also said, and I quote, Doku sucks. Mm -hmm. Nothing you also, said, you also said Doku's always injured. Uh, he was probably injured when I said it too. So probably. still waiting for that, uh, still waiting yeah. for the Doku slander. Anyway, thank you everyone for joining. Um, as a reminder, tomorrow we have the Endrick unique auction watch and Harry trades is going to be joining me. There might be someone else, might be two other people. We're going to find out tomorrow, but I think that's going to be a really interesting discussion, less about Endrick himself and the price that that card goes for and more whether Endrick himself is a unicorn, but we'll get into that and then uh, all the other good stuff later in the week. So thank you to everybody and good luck.